Hi everyone, I'm Monica Close. And I'm Paul Brony, and this is the Engineering History Podcast. If you want to hear about where hi- engineering and history collide, then you're at the right show. Today, going over, we will be... <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Some fun and zany engineering stories. Wow, <laughs> that's kind of cool and zany and fun. You know, I was just kind of thinking, like, we always do such serious kind of stories, you know? Yes, like, last episode was pretty serious. We like to do serious stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. <laughs> but you got to be able to just, like, have a fun kind of chill evening with the mm-hmm. homies. And we're eating, uh, what, what is this, bitchin' sauce? And, yeah, I don't know what the pretzels are. but They're pretzel crackers of some kind. I don't, does anybody make, like, there's always that one brand of pretzel crackers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's not related to our right. fun and zany engineering topics, Paul, you silly little goose. Right. How would you believe me? We're going to be going over... Three fun and zany engineering stories. <laughs> they're not really related, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all just kind of fun. They weren't enough to make episodes all by themselves, and I was just kind of like, let's keep it light, you know, for an yeah. episode. Let's have a little bit of fun. Yeah. All right. I'm down. Okay. Uh, but first, let's give you some background about us. I'm a mechanical engineer doing mostly manufacturing activities at an aerospace company. And I'm a civil engineer focusing in water distribution and water quality. We are not drinking anything today, any alcoholic beverages, because we have been drunk for like 24 hours straight. (laughs) That's not true at all. That is not true at all. (laughs) And it's a Monday night. We have work tomorrow, guys. So it's just going to be water for us. I'm drinking protein powder. Wow. (laughs) Just straight protein powder. I'm actually asphyxiating myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. um, I'm going to get one more cracker. Can you stall until I eat this yes, little cracker? Yes, I can stall until you eat the cracker. So what Paul is doing is having me stall so he can eat the cracker. And when he's currently... Make it zany. Tickle their balls a little. I'm trying to tickle the balls. I don't know how to, uh, like, verbally tickle okay, people's you're good. balls. Okay, thank God. <laughs> okay. Anna. Yeah. Our first story... Is Almond Brown Strauger and the invention of the Strauger switch. Strauger switch. Now, you might have heard that his name is Almond. I'm oh. going to be calling him Almond. <laughs> I didn't even, that didn't even register with me. Strauger. Almond Did. Brown Strauger. I think it's Strauger. It might be Stroger. Stroger switch. I don't actually know. Fun name. Um, regardless, uh, fun name, uh, fun story, I think. <clears throat> okay. So let's paint a little bit of okay. Let's 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 say this is a fun like little zany story. Like let's say we're just gonna spin a yarn. Okay. Uh, describe me on a let's say it's back in the day, eighteen mm-hmm. sixties. Okay. Mister Alexander Graham Bell. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've heard of him. No. No, I have. <laughs> <laughs> just invented the phone. The phone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you want to make a call. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Ring, ring, ring. Hello? Oh, my God. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, my God. I can hear you. This this piece of technology is crazy. That's a crazy piece of technology, Jean. Yeah, I don't know why we're talking, like, 1920s. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't, how did like they the talk 18, even in the 70s? Uh, in the 1860s or 70s? 70s, 60s, whatever. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, they probably did a little of that when they were, like, dying of tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, um, 
probably proper British. Not like proper British, but like Maybe. very eloquently spoken. It's funny because I had a little thing written down mm-hmm. that is probably not accurate, but I was like, back in the day, let's say you wanted to make a phone call. This is the 1870s, so it's a little after, you know, the things were made. Mm-hmm. Here's how it would go. This is how I thought it would go when I wrote this. Mm-hmm. You pick up the phone and call an operator, okay? You say, hiya, puts. I'd like to make my call to the country club and make it snappy. This is the 1870s. Why are you, why are you talking like a 1920s, like, I don't know. person? I think history stopped before 1920. <laughs> like, Nothing existed before, like, after, or before 1920. Is that recording technology? Why is that? I don't know. I, I just like anytime I think of the past, I think of like, hiya, how you doing there, boy? How you doing there, boy? Yeah. Um. Anyway, okay. So like basically the point is you call an operator, right? That's how this works. Mm-hmm. Nobody really questions it, but telephones are growing in popularity and more folks are starting to like, okay, they're like the Gary V where they're like, <laughs> when I saw the internet, <laughs> I had a fucking orgasm. <laughs> oh my God. And I realized I could scale my wine business. Did you know he made out with his dad? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he kissed his dad. Like, all Wait, like, hang on. They're Russian. That's probably what they do. No, but uh, there was definitely a little tongue in there. Put some tongue in it with his dad? He, like, full on, like, kissed his dad full on the lips. And then you can see his dad kind of, like, retract his tongue a little. You know, I think uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, born in Belarus, I believe. Okay. Um, you know, look, that's just kind of how they do it down in Belarus. I don't, I think you're, you're is reading all incest into this. Is it? I don't know, Paul. Do He's they like do that 40. I don't know. I don't know. I think being 40 makes it better. I'd rather have him be 40 than like four. Mm, okay. Anyways, he made out with his dad. He did. That's really weird. And I have no <laughs> fucking clue what to do with that. <laughs> anyway, um, sort of, um, I'm, I guess my point is I'm kind of imagining that almond here. Mm-hmm. It's like the Gary V of his time. <laughs> he made out with his dad, too. Yes, yeah. I wonder how common... Anyway, let's not go down there. <laughs> let's, let's not do that. Okay, um, should, in the Instagram post, should we have a picture of Gary V making out with his dad? <laughs> I, I think so. And I think for the last picture, just for those who swipe through. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, what the fuck? Nice little surprise. <laughs> I know, especially if you hadn't seen the episode. You're just like, what the fuck? Why is Gary V in this? <laughs> <laughs> Who is Gary V in this old man? <laughs> <laughs> what if we just got a picture from a random gay porno <laughs> and said, like, this is Gary V? Dude, what if he sued us? That'd be crazy. Dude, I don't think Gary V is Yeah, he has better us. things. He's, like, yeah. hanging out with, like, Kevin Durant or something. Yeah. Mm. What if Kevin Durant sues us? Kevin Durant sues us or fuck. That guy's rich. I know. Um. Anyway. So, uh, Almond here is, like, the Gary V of his time. Whereas Gary V... I haven't written down any of the Gary Vee stuff. This is all improv. Okay. Um, whereas Gary Vee used the power of the internet in the 90s to scale winetext.com mm-hmm. into a multi-million dollar business, mm-hmm. Almond here runs an undertaking business. Oh, interesting. You know what an undertaker is? No. It's somebody who prepares a corpse for, for burial. Oh, okay. Right. I thought so. Yeah, they like pump out the, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I don't even know what you do. 
a lot. There's a whole thing behind it. There's like mummif. Well, it's not mummifying, but yeah. I thought it was called morgue technician or something. That's like probably that. like the shitty modern name. Okay. Like you can't yeah. have like a garbage boy these days. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it has to be like trash disposal expert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um. So almond here. He's like, wait a minute. This whole technology came out much in the same way the World Wide Web will soon, in 120 years, revolutionize Gary V's wine text business. Okay. I can take my uh, undertaking <laughs> business and use this telephone thing, and I'm going to get a telephone, and people are going to call me and be like, hey, I got a dead guy. I got to, like, you know, do the scalpel thing or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Do you okay. think he was inspired by Gary V? I think he was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if he was Gary V's grandfather? That would. Well, I thought Gary V was from Belarus. Well, maybe he moved to Belarus from wherever he was. Yeah, I think this takes place in Kansas City. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they named their son Almond? I thought this was, like, Germany. Uh, no, a Strauger? I don't know, Brown? Almond Brown Strauger. His name is not Almond, by the way. It is Almond. Almond? <laughs> yeah, no D. Almond. It's Almond. I'm just calling him Almond. <laughs> it's just so much easier. <laughs> it's, it's easier. Um... Anyway, so Almond here in Kansas City, wherever he happens to be, um, you know, he uh, decides to get a telephone and do a little BD. That's what we in the biz call business development. Okay. Okay. So there's a little bit of a snag in his plan. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a rival undertaker in Kansas City. And oh this guy God. also has a freaking telephone. Oh, no. Kill him. Shoot him dead. Take out your pistols, boys. Get from the old Tommy gun. Come back. It's 1870. <laughs> Give him the one pistol that shoots once, and then you spend 15 minutes reloading it. They're just like, looking each other down. Like, like, oh, when I oh. get this in here, you <laughs> fucked. You're so dead, buddy. <laughs> they have, like, knives. They're not even using them. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta shove this wad in here. <laughs> just like profusely sweating and like setting each other down. Like, oh god! My hands are shaking. He's <laughs> much faster at <laughs> shoving this tiny thing through a hole. Oh god, he's already on step 57. <laughs> Fine, fuck it. You just take a knife out and just go and charge him. <laughs> the guy just had a second gun. It just like, shoots you. Wait, why didn't you just use that? <laughs> why did you have to go through this whole process? It just goes, it wasn't sporting. <laughs> but this, like, this whole gunning someone down the streets is sporting. Well, he charged him. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. Anyway, yeah, so this guy is a rival guy. He is not going to shoot him. Um. <laughs> But you know what's a little weird, though, mm. is this rival guy is getting a lot of business. Mm. Like, and Almond, by the way, he is he is not, like, freaking, he's hustling, okay? He's bench pressing dead bodies. Okay, He's ew. doing chemical, you know, whatever you do with the chemicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, he's, even, he's playing some beach volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a Chad. Is he really playing? There's no, no I, they're in Kansas City. I don't oh, think yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't know. No, he's not. He's putting in the work. That's the point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just not happening for him. And so, Oof. and then tragedy strikes. Oh, no. His friend dies. <gasps> His friend dies. Oh, no. And he has to. Oh. He has to do the body thing, right? Except he doesn't because. 
his friend's family went with the other Undertaker. Dude, I'd be so pissed. I know, I'd be right? Like, like, what would you do? I'd be like, it's okay. I can take care of him. Like, it's, you know, the trauma, man. They don't really know they about don't trauma. Know. So. They, they're like, you know, demons. Or <laughs> yeah, I think, I don't, oh, man. I feel... I would I would be very very sad. I'd be like, oh, there's something wrong with my business. Like maybe I'm just not juicing out these corpses the right way. Maybe my corpses are are coming out a little too dry. You know, people yeah. want a little bit a little more plumpness. Or maybe they're just too plump and they want them more dry. I mean, you never really know what these grieving assholes. You what sure they don't. Really these want. fucking <laughs> douchebags. Like, <laughs> I have a business here. <laughs> I gotta eat. <laughs> you just go to his friends' family. It's like you douchebags. That so, would that would not be sporting. And and look, it wouldn't be. But and you know, I'm not saying he did that. Mm-hmm. We don't know how he got this information. Okay? okay, I'm not saying he did that. Mm-hmm. But somehow it came to his attention that his friend's family had tried to use his business. <gasps> okay, what the heck happened there? Oh, I know, I know. You know it's got it, right? They lied to him. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they just, they were like, our son's dead. Fuck our morals. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think I can can put two and two together. You're picking up what I'm putting down. (laughs) I'm not going to, no, I'm going to say it. He's fucking the corpses. (laughs) 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 And it got out. He's not fucking the corpses. (laughs) No, he's fucking the corpses. It just didn't get out. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, mm. uh, no, yeah. What actually happened? Do you have a Do you have a real guess what's going on here? Yeah, the other guy's like fucking with his telephone, and it's preventing like people from putting in their corpses to be, you know, properly Re- taken care of. Pretty much, like, mm-hmm. all, like eighty percent. Okay. Okay. That's so, a B minus. So that's a B minus. No, that's like a yeah. That's a B minus. Yeah. That gets a degree. Um, yeah, so so the family calls his business. So you know how you, you don't just call the business, right? We were talking about this earlier. You call the operator. Mm-hmm. Get on the phone with the operator. When they did that, a cool, sultry voice responded. Here's what it said. Oh, Alman, that loser don't know a scalpel from a syringe. My husband happens to run another undertaking business very reputable lack. He'll set your dead guy up much better. Okay, I feel like this is getting somewhat closer to 1870s. I'm like, <laughs> like trying the, to do like a southern like yeah. bell kind of thing. Yeah, they're in Kansas City Kansas, though. Kansas City, so it it's not really landing anyway. It's not, it, no, it's okay. <laughs> Everything's clicking at this point when Almond mm-hmm. puts this together. The mm-hmm. other Undertaker's wife is the telephone operator. Oh, and that she's bitch. redirecting that, yeah, bitch. that bitch. Okay. So he goes home. Oh, before we go on, very progressive for a woman to be working in 1870. So funny enough, almost all telephone operators were female. Oh. I can't remember why. I think it was like a child labor laws thing and like it was it used to be kids and then like <laughs> they upgraded. Like a little three year old's like I just yeah. Like no, it was things. like it was some fucked up thing because like it was like the kids wanted like equal rights and then the women were okay with what they could get or something. Oh. It was like I can't oh remember what God. it was, but I thought this was supposed to be fun, Paul. Yeah, that well, there's a reason I didn't write that part down. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no, almost all telephone operators were women at this time. 
Um, anyway, Almond goes home and, and, you know, punches a pillow and does drugs or, or whatever, you know, he's, he's like pissed. He jerks off and cries He or jerks something. off onto the pillow and then eats it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he maybe even kicked a puppy. I don't really know. But, um, but we do know one thing and mm-hmm. he needed revenge. Mm-hmm. That's what he needed. And there was no level of pettiness he was unwilling to stoop to. Oh, I love him. <laughs> he's, he's kind of a king. He considers the options. Murder? Too obvious. <laughs> Everybody does that. Damn it. That would have been so good. <laughs> Threats. He's an undertaker. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not. He's probably not a physical like, specimen. Yeah. Can I finish these? Yeah, the crackers. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Plus, there's two of them. Now, this isn't really going to work out. He's not going to do the direct assault. He's not going to do the full frontal assault, mm-hmm. right? This is the Engineering History Podcast. He's putting the brain to work, okay? Yeah, he's playing 3D chess, and they're, pl- <laughs> and they're stuck on checkers. He's playing 16D multi-tetrahedral <laughs> chess in the Tesseract dimension. And these assholes are shitting themselves. <laughs> Yes. Um, <laughs> and as such, he heads to a place that Engineering History Podcast is very familiar with, the workshop. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. But this quest wouldn't take days. It wouldn't take weeks. Mm-hmm. wouldn't even take months. I don't actually know the time frame. It doesn't actually say. Okay, um, whatever. Fuck we it. don't know when this happened. But uh, I would guess probably just, I don't know, like a few weeks or months, you know? Like this, yeah, this, it seems yeah, like a reasonable time frame. Just, yeah. Finally, at the end of the decade, 1889, so I think this actually happened more like 1885, sorry. Oh, um, man. Whatever. Uh, throwing everything out of balance. Maybe it's like 1887. I don't even think it took two years. Um, regardless, in 1889, his revenge was complete. He patented what was known as the automatic telephone switch. Ooh. Okay? So basically... When the operator goes, when they're like, hey, connect me to Almond Brown, whatever, what she should have done is plug a couple things in and it patches them in. Mm-hmm. What this is is a switch where it's a robot, or it's not a robot, but like basically it just reduces the need for humans to do as much of the job where it's like, okay, connect me to such and such and it'll automatically like connect you. Okay? All right. So basically, he didn't just get this asshole's wife fired from her job. He just destroyed the entire career field. <laughs> 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 this device. And we love him for it. <laughs> we love him for it. He just—he made her just totally obsolete. Stupid bitch! I'm just gonna make this job. <laughs> he Andrew Yanged her. <laughs> Wait, what? He Andrew Yanged her. Oh, I don't know what. He was all. He was like a presidential candidate. No, he was, I know it. What, but what did Andrew Yang do? His whole shtick was like he was like really worried about robots taking people's jobs, so he wanted to do like universal basic income. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he Andrew Yanged her because he created a robot that took her job. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. He, he took her jobs kind of thing. He took her jobs. <laughs> um, so anyway, his it, by 1910, his devices were everywhere. Operators were basically obsolete. You, could, you didn't really have operators at that point. Because of her. Uh, <laughs> long story short, he took her job. Um, and, and, and as for him, well, he founded a company that produced these devices. At the end of the 1800s, he shoulders shares in that company. Now a very wealthy man. He, like, he made money off the deal. He became wealthy as shit, destroyed this bitch's career, <laughs> and went to St. Petersburg, Florida, Ooh. where he opened an undertaking business. <laughs> uh, anyway, that is Almond Brownstroger. What a king. You kind of love to see it. Um, 
he was he was um I think kind of an example of just like you know just yoloing it so hard where you're just like I'm not taking out this bitch I'm taking out her entire career field. Yeah, how did the other Undertaker? What happened with them? I have no clue. Uh, you know, it's part of the story, right? Is like I'm sure part of it got you know lost to time, right? Yeah. Who knows? I like to think he went out of business and his children starved to death. And then when they died, he and his wife had a decision to make where they had to eat the corpse to survive, <laughs> which was really hard. But the child would have wanted it that way. No, I like to think even worse. He just faded into oblivion, had a mildly successful career. Like his wife becomes like an alcoholic. She doesn't have a job. So yeah. she cheated on him. And then, you know, his Had a kid that didn't look like him. Mm-hmm. Both of their lives just slowly disintegrated until they became nothing but like a little footnote in history. Not even yeah. like a little footnote. They're a footnote in Almond's story here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, um, that's so much worse than having to eat your child. <laughs> <laughs> you are nothing to him and nothing to me. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm ready to move on to the next one, if you are. Yeah, this is fun. I like this one. I like this episode. What a petty king. I know. Man, I love him. (laughs) He might be the world's pettiest engineer. (laughs) He was was like an undertaker. He literally learned engineering just to be that petty. God, this is who I aspire to be. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, But I shouldn't. But maybe I will. (laughs) You know. Um, Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The next one is called The Short But Happy Career of Turnspit Dogs. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> Let's say you, Anna, mm-hmm. lived in the Roman Empire. Ooh, okay. Love the Roman Empire. Maybe around the time of Jesus, about that time, like uh, turn of the, you know, Jesus. Uh, BC. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so funny because I was going to call it the time of Jesus and then I didn't. So we have the same brain. Oh, damn. Uh, you're pumped. It's a big day. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> you're Italian. <laughs> Wahoo! Yeah! <laughs> okay. Oh man, I'm Italian. I can say uh, yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> but I well, I. You have the pass. Yeah. Yeah, I'm since Italian by association. Sure. Yeah! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Um, why are you pumped, Anna? I don't know. I don't know, Bob. I'm glad you asked. It's a big day. Okay. It's a big day. Your family, you and the fam, probably just you. Honestly, these are like little ingrate kids didn't do jack shit. Okay. Yep. Your family just hunted down a wild boar. Oh. Okay. In this timeline, you're not vegan. Okay. Um, but you're pumped because this wild boar is going to feed you for months. Wow. But... You, I guess you as the woman would not have hunted it down. I, no, I, I would have stayed at home, You right? would have stayed at home, but you would be in charge of getting it cooked. Oh, right? okay, got it. In this time frame. Yeah. So the fam hauls this thing in through the front door, and you start doing what's called dressing it. That's mm-hmm. a term we even use to this day, right? Yeah, no, I know. You yeah. know, dressing it. Uh, and once it's prepped and ready to cook, you just take the whole fucking thing and just throw it on the fire. <laughs> just like... <laughs> One side of it starts cooking. It's kind of burning, actually. And the other oh. side is, like, totally raw. Oh. And, like, your kids are kind of looking at each other. Like, is it, like, supposed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> we spent months tracking this boar. And the, this is the what The dad is, like, there's, like, one tear. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, my, my wife. 
<laughs> I could see you start to say my bitch wife <laughs> and know, choose I, not to. I, I, yeah. We appreciate that about you. Um, by the way, there's flies landing on this thing. It's oh, gross. Oh, man. Um, and then all of a sudden, your son, who is otherwise kind of shitty, um, <laughs> runs in and says, Mom, I'm here to save the day. Okay. Okay. I bought because this was known that this was used at this time. I'm assuming there's a capitalism angle here. Okay. I bought a turn spit. Ooh. You know what a turn spit is? Okay, I'm putting myself in this context. Sure. No, son, what is a turn spit? Well, mom, a turn spit is, uh, I'm gonna scroll down, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I know what it is, so I'm just gonna say it. Okay, it's like that thing <laughs> you always see where it's like, two kind of like Y-shaped things and there's a rod going across a fire and you put the animal, like you shove it in its mouth, one end of the rod in its mouth and the other comes out its ass and yeah. you like set it and you can kind of turn it so yes. it cooks evenly. Yeah. It's that thing. Wow, son, that is so exciting. Thanks, mom. Do you love me now? No, I will never love you. <laughs> we are you living in the time of like, you know, Roman Empire, you know, I didn't want you. I was forced to marry your father. <laughs> you were born probably of incest as well. He's my first cousin. <laughs> and we're barely making ends meet, and barely making ends meet means, you know, we're starving, son, and I have gastrointestinal problems because I'm drinking poop water. Did you just make a note to <laughs> cut all of that out? <laughs> I'm just going to cut out the... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just that part. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> the son runs away with tears in his eyes and goes like, someday I'll take over the Roman Empire. And your kid was named Caesar. <laughs> okay. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and this was actually... You that kid. <laughs> Probably. Um, anyway, <laughs> you skewer the boar on the turn spit, start turning it. You cook it to golden perfection. Um, and then after however long it takes to cook this big boy, it's done. Your family is chowing down bacon strips. Like mm -hmm. everybody's like, fuck yeah, mom, 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 mom. I finally feel appreciated once yes. in my miserable That life. was the one time. Yes. Yeah. And it was your son's villain origin story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So overall, you're pretty happy with experience, but you can't help but think to yourself, dang, uh, I sure stood around and turned that meat for a pretty fucking long time. <laughs> yeah. Like, you were standing there for hours, okay? Um, you know, you were standing around. It was hot fire. Yeah. You were, I mean, it's an arm workout, too. You're turning mm -hmm. this fucking meat. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, you just go, Man, I wish there was some other way to do that. Oh, well. And you just go on and live your life. Yeah. Your cries for engineering bravery will go unanswered for many long centuries. Oof. As the spit remained elegant, beautiful, but unchanged throughout human history. Until one fateful day, centuries later in England, some unhung here, uh, un unsung. Uh. <laughs> I don't know unhung. if he was, <laughs> he was, he was a eunuch. <laughs> Um, an unsung hero answered your Roman prayer. Mm -hmm. uh, and we, we talked about what a spit is. Okay, so our unknown English innovator, we don't know that much about who he actually is. No. But, or she. I was about to say, or she. Or they. Or, yeah, you don't know. Not, well, you don't know what they identified as. I don't know that. I don't know. I, don't, I can't say that confidently. Anyways. 
We can say that they lived sometime around the year 1500. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to say he, uh, just because I have it written that way because of inherent bias. Um, he takes the turn spit. Mm-hmm. And where you're cranking, you're cranking away. You have the crank on the end. Yeah. He takes that crank and he cuts it right off. Whoa. Fuck the crank. Fuck the crank. On the other end, he adds a giant fucking hamster wheel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 What essentially is a giant hamster wheel. Yeah. And this is what, this is the equivalent of an empty car. Okay. A car that doesn't have fuel in it. Okay. It's a beautiful machine. It serves a noble purpose. That thing is going to turn, but it needs a propulsion system. Mm -hmm. And in this case, the propulsion system is what you call a turn spit dog. Okay. Okay. So the the turn spit dog stands in the giant hamster wheel and it walks forward and it turns the crank as it's turning and so the meat turns oh. as it's walking. So it has a dog, like it's a literal dog. It's literally a dog. There's a dog inside this hamster wheel that's just walking <laughs> forward. You've trained this dog to just walk forward forever <laughs> and turn this meat over this oh fire. My God. River would love that. <laughs> I know. She would just walk for miles. Um, there's one in the world right now, and it's dead. Um, oh. It's taxidermied. Oh. Um, and it's on display somewhere in Wales. I think it's actually fairly small. Mm-hmm. Um, the official name is, it's a real species, the turnspit dog. It's Canis verticus is the Latin name, which okay. means dizzy dog. Since they were always turning at all times. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so cute. By the way, I don't know if I wrote this down, but I was reading about the one they have taxidermied. And somebody was, like, interviewed talking about it. They were like, this thing was taxidermied. I don't know. I think they went extinct, like, late 1800s, early 1900s. And somebody was like, it was like a British person. They were like, yeah, I don't know if this was their first taxidermy job or what it was. But it's really, really rather, rather bad, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Like, the thing just kind of looks like... Oh, no. Like a really, it's, it's like... pretty shit, yeah. Like, okay, gotcha. It looks a lot like the dog from the um, Jim Carrey, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh. Looks kind of like, like that Like a dog. little small terrier? Like a little small... Yeah, kind of like a terrier. Okay, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, you're getting the point. All it, The whole freaking thing is that the dog just keeps freaking walking in the wheel all freaking day, Mm -hmm. turning the meat. So humans then come home at the end of the day, just start chowing down. They don't give a fuck. The dog's just like exhausted. The dog's like, like, kill me. (laughs) (laughs) You know that robot um, that uh, Rick made solely for the purpose of spreading his butter? Yes. And he's like, is this my purpose? (laughs) And he gets like self-aware. Yeah. (laughs) He starts longing for death. That's actually probably a really good analogy. (laughs) These dogs, like this was their life. They just walked forward. Oh, my God. Um, So, yeah, you would basically uh, have a dog and you'd say something like wheel. And then the dog would run and hop on the wheel (laughs) and start walking. (laughs) (laughs) Poor soul. Yeah, but it wasn't totally bad. You would basically, you'd usually have a pair of dogs. So one's really getting pretty fucking tuckered out. You'd look at the other, you go, wheel. And then it, like, the one hops out, the other hops in and starts just pattering along. Why is that so cute? (laughs) Oh, you think that's cute? So sometimes the dog would, like, be going, you know, kind of a little leisurely. And you're like... Yeah, this dog needs to hurry the fuck up. So what yeah. you would do is you would take a hot coal from the fire, 
throat in the thing, and the doctor was like, oh, and started running forward. I had to close my eyes because my, like, they opened up so wide, I felt my eyeballs, like, pop out a little. I had to close them real quick. I know. It's like, oh, you're really slacking. Let's liven things up Torture a little bit. You. Yeah. Well, you know, it do be like that. Uh, by the way, these dogs got worked. Um, but on Sundays, they would have a break. They would go to church with their owners. But the only real reason they would do that is because these churches were cold as shit. So the dog would be their foot warmers. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in church, and your dog, and, like, and the dog like, I long for death. I, I gotta say, by the way, River right now is my footwear is working really well. I know. I'm whenever, really enjoying it. I know. Whenever I sit down on the couch, she's always in my spot. I make her get off and get on where my feet are. So. Yeah. So nothing's changed in like hundreds of years. No, yeah, we think we're so humane. It's like, no, these dogs are dogs are still people's foot or feet warmer. Yes, yeah. And you know, I, I still walk river. Mm-hmm. Um, funny enough, the reason I know about the church thing is because I came across the story uh with the Bishop of Gloucester. Glo- Gloucester? Gloucester. Yeah, right? the Bishop of Gloucester. No, it is Gloucester, you're right. Okay. Freaking British people. <laughs> get the get the spelling right, y'all. Oh my god, I said y'all. Y'all. <laughs> I heard that the Southern accent is closer to how a British accent would have been back in the day. So oh, maybe you're maybe you're closer than you think. I guess I don't know. Regardless, um, Bishop of Gloucester is in Bath, uh, Bath, England, um, which I hate to admit I've always kind of wanted to visit. It sounds kind of nice. Bath. Bath. I think they have like hot springs or something. Ooh. Okay. Sounds kind of cool. Um, but he's given a sermon in a church in Bath one day and he's like, quote, it was then that Ezekiel saw the wheel. And when he said the word wheel, a bunch of dogs <laughs> popped up and just bolted for the exit. <laughs> With like seven dogs just like, <laughs> where, where's the wheel? <laughs> Their purpose was called. It's like whenever we take uh, River, um, out for a walk and we're just like, Oh, did you hear that? No. no oh, I, I, yeah, I, I, oh, no. Her tail start wagging. <laughs> uh, like when we, we say O-U-T. Yeah, whenever we uh, take River O-U-T for W-A-L-K, <laughs> whenever, and we say crate, she, like, just stops yeah. and turns around and looks at us like, bitch, what the fuck? Yeah, like, where am I supposed to go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good dog. It's a good... I, this doggies. was their revenge. Thank you for this. Was such a good story. I think it's pretty good. It, it got a couple interesting tidbits, kind of about how this all played out. Yeah. How how did the turn spit dog um, sort of play out? Yeah, they went extinct. So. Well, really, the job got automated away. Well, yeah. So small, cheap engines kind of became a thing, mm-hmm. and at that point, it's like way too easy to just slap one of those on there. It's like okay, this yeah. thing's turning itself. These engines can take over so many dog jobs <laughs> yes this thing can it was the slap meme yeah. i liked it um, yeah anyway um and by the way that's when the dog went extinct everybody's like well we don't fucking need you anymore <laughs> yeah. wait did they just kill them no i don't think they killed them but oh, they, they just they weren't breeding, breeding them yeah oh. they were ugly fucking dogs oh, they were like basically okay. mongrels like Aww. I want to see a picture. The only one I think we know of is the taxidermied one, and that thing looks freaking rough. But you said um, it's called, like, a dizzy dog? A turnspit dog turnspit. Is, is the real name of it. 
Um, and, you know, like, while you're looking that up, I can basically say that, you know, the the reason the dog just kind of went extinct instantly is, like, it's essentially, like, just think of, like, a shitty terrier you would get off the street. It's kind of how it looks. Oh, okay. Wait, I think... <clears throat> no, that is a picture of a shitty terrier. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, no. Is this it? That's it. That's the oh shitty taxidermy God, dog. <laughs> it's so cute. Do you want to describe kind of what it looks like? Oh, it does kind of look... It's like a... It's got like the like the fur of like a golden retriever, mm. but it, it's very small in, in stature. Yeah. It almost kind of it kind of like has that really cute the nose. The upturned kind of nose. Yeah, that like yeah. um Whoville. That, it's like Horton here's a who. Yeah. Yeah, but those like really big eyes and oh man, it is so cute. It's just so cute, but yeah, that taxidermy job is really bad. Yeah, it's rough. No, it's it's a rough job. Oh. Anyway, uh, one one other fun fact: these dogs actually existed in Manhattan as late as the 1850s. Ooh. And I don't know. Do you know anything about the founding of the ASPCA? Uh, no, I don't. Unfortunately. Founded by a guy named Henry Berg. Okay. And he was inspired to found the ASPCA when he was walking through a hotel and he saw like these turnspit dogs just being treated like really <gasps> abominably. <laughs> oh. He was like, you know what? Somebody needs to like treat animals right. And yeah. so he founded the ASPCA. So, um, you know, a lot of animal cruelty was eliminated thanks to these little guys. Oh, there's a, there's a, um. A drawing that I saw of a woman holding like two or three dogs, and she's putting one of them in the wheel. That is so funny. <laughs> no, I don't. And it's like doing the little like foot thing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is so crazy, man. It's such a cute dog. I it's would, a cute I dog. I would adopt that dog. Well, you'd be the one. <laughs> it's dead. They're extinct, so it doesn't matter. Until we, uh, until we bring it back. Yeah, like Jurassic Park. Yes, exactly. The <laughs> extinction. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's all I got. That is the short but happy existence of Turnspit Dogs. Hmm. And that's our second of three stories. Wow, two for three. Two for three. Two. Yes. Two for three, having a good time. That's what I'm saying. Same. Well, yeah. hopefully we round it out beautifully with our final story, the wacky fight against cat AIDS. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is going on? <laughs> do you see why none of these could have been their own episode? Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, um, man. Okay, let's yes. do this. <laughs> let's just get it going. <laughs> so, um, tragically, absolutely horribly, cats... Cat AIDS. Sorry. <laughs> just had to say it. No, it's it's a real thing. Uh, <clears throat> cats not only have, like, AIDS. Mm-hmm. I guess this is kind of implied, right? They have AIDS, so they have their own form of HIV, okay. which is called FIV, right? So HIV is human, human. immunodeficiency Feline virus. Exactly, immuno- exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, and so you got FIV. These cats are getting cat AIDS. Mm-hmm. And, you know, finally in 2011, somebody decided, like, hey, you know, enough is enough. Stop it. Stop doing that. Stop getting cat AIDS. Stop getting it. We're humans. Let's eradicate that shit. Um, <clears throat> so here's a question you've probably never asked yourself. Why do cats get cat AIDS and humans get human AIDS? I, do, I don't know. I don't know much about 
any like viruses or, or really anything like that. Well, you're about to find out. I'm so excited. The reason scientists think is because there's a protein humans have called TrimSip. That's kind of like an acronym, I assume. Okay. But it's called TrimSip. TrimSip essentially blocks FIV from taking hold inside humans. We all have TrimSip. Cats don't have TrimSip. That's why they get FIV and eventually cat AIDS. Got it. Anyway, scientists are like, wait a minute. How how fucking complicated could this be? Let's just give this protein to cats and then they'll be AIDS proof. Yeah. (laughs) They'll be good to go. They'll be good to go. They'll be like fucking like they'll be... (laughs) How do you get cat AIDS? Is it like the same? Is it an STD? Okay. I, I would assume so. It's not like they're taking drugs. Yeah. They're like using a, needles. Yeah. They're like sharing needles. Or like it's uh through the blood. Like maybe like, yeah. you know, oh, there's they're some. Oh, they're like pieing each other. A little, yeah. little, all a little claw action. A little claw action when they're Damn. fighting maybe. You know that happens with humans too sometimes. Know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> or maybe they're getting like a little cat blood transfusion or something like that. A little cat blood transfusion. Yeah. And it. They get the blood mixed up. And yes. All of a it's like a little... Uh, that happened with humans, so, like, apparently, yeah. like, a like a couple <clears throat> decades ago, people yeah. were, like, they needed their, like, uh, what is it, like a blood transfusion or something yes. like that. And the people that donated their, donated their blood for were these... HIV positive. Were HIV positive, That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad can't donate blood because he was in England within five years of mad cow disease. <laughs> Oh. True story. And for life, you can't donate blood after that. Really? True story. That's crazy. Yeah. At least that's what he told me. Maybe that's not true. Um, uh, I'm sure. Well, why would your dad, like, like, make that up? He could be know? wrong. I think, I don't, I'm not saying he's lying. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's go from mad cows to mad cats. Hey. And the mad cap plan to use gamete-targeted lentiviral transgenesis. What is that? That's when you basically take a cat, a female cat, Mm -hmm. and you're like, you are the Mother Mary of cats. You are going to be the savior. (laughs) You're going to give birth to the savior of cats (laughs) from cat AIDS. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You basically insert genes into feline ovaries. Mm -hmm. And then when your cat gets pregnant your genes will hopefully go along for the ride, right? Right. So you have all these cat ovarian cells. They turn into a little cat baby. Mm -hmm. Um, But if some of your genes are part of those ovarian cells, then that'll hopefully eventually get passed along into your cat baby. Okay. Um, This is kind of fucked up. Uh, When they ran this trial, a shit ton of cats died. (laughs) Like, like, um, I don't remember how many. There's like 50 who got pregnant and then like 10 made it to term. And then each of those had like eight. But eventually, only three cats survived. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit. But look, you know the you know in in mythological terms, the hero is born at the moment of darkest peril, right? This is just fucking cats, man. Like it's not like a How Dark Knight Rises you? movie. The cat AIDS has been a cat skirt. Are you are you the Ronald Reagan of cats? Yeah. <laughs> Where it's not a huge deal. I guess. Wait, who did Dark Knight Rises? Uh, Christopher Nolan. What if did a movie about cat AIDS. That would be what's <laughs> up. That I think he would get me to care. Yeah. I I don't he could he could get me to care about a lot of things. Yeah. I was just watching yesterday in this very room uh, the ultimate Christopher Nolan 
retrospective. It was a YouTube video okay. about his old movies. Okay. He has one. Did you know Robin Williams was in a Christopher Nolan movie? I did not know that. He had a movie in 2002 called Insomnia, which is a remake of this, like, obscure Norwegian film. Oh, wait. Is that the one where he's, like, uh, he works as a photographer or something like that? Or he does something with photographs? That's Memento. Okay. Never That's mind. a really fucking good movie, though. Yeah. If you've never seen Memento. My bad, got them mixed up. Jesus. What do you want from me? Freaking Christ. Best movie ever by Nolan, though? Mm-hmm. Interstellar. But a really underrated Nolan movie, Tenet. Sorry, I love it Tenet. It is. It's so confusing, though. It's fucking confusing. watch it a few times. Watch it a few times, you're fine. Don't be a sissy. Watch it a few times. Watch it a few times, but it is very good. It's pretty good. Um, anyway, where were we? Um, oh, yeah, Cat Genocide. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but three three cats survive with the genes intact in their bodies. Okay, great. So they can't have cat AIDS now, right? Well, um, you know, it's science, right? So you have to verify all this stuff. Um, okay. So, you know, theoretically, yes, they're immune to FIV, but uh, all but you do have to try infecting them with cat AIDS, and then if they live, you nailed it, right? Woo! <laughs> Woo! Wait a minute. Hang on a second. Are we are we animals here? You can't just infect a cat with AIDS and you're not sure it's immune. Like, like well, yeah. you can't do that. What are you, Suge Knight? <laughs> I don't get it. It's <laughs> it's a deep cut. Okay. <laughs> Suge Knight is this, like, he owns, like, a record label. And people say he killed Eazy-E for an NWA by injecting him with AIDS. <gasps> and because Eazy-E died of AIDS, you know? Oh. And, like, basically, Suge Knight went on Jimmy Kimmel, and he was like, yeah, I infect people with AIDS because shooting people, they can track down to you, but I have my guys inject people with AIDS. At Anyway, it's... He admitted to this? Yeah, he's in jail now, I think. Okay, um, good. Or maybe. He's, like, very scary individual. I probably shouldn't even be talking. I don't know if he listens to the End of Engineering History podcast. Oh, man, but we have probably, to move again. Yeah. Actually, it was Suge Knight last time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, he used to work with Dr. Dre. He was a scary guy. Okay. Dr. Dre is not as scary, I don't think. Dr. Yeah. Dre seems like a he's probably mellowed out. Although his treatment of women, people do not understand this. Wait, Suge Knight or Dr. Dr. Dre? Okay. Not very nice. Not very nice to women. No, from what I I've mean, heard. I mean, who is? I, you know, I should say I've also not verified any of that. I just heard he was pretty pretty bad to women. Okay. Well, anyways, this, we were getting way off yeah, topic. Yeah, No, we're getting we way off topic. We were talking about cat aids, and now it's like yeah. Dr. Dre. Yes. And the whole West Coast is going to be against us now. Oh, and yeah. man. Okay. Um, anyway. Move uh, on real quick. Okay, right. So you can't just infect a cat with AIDS. You what can't do that. What are you, Suge Knight? <laughs> now I get <laughs> now it. Now you now get, I it. get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah please. Okay. Uh, let's move uh, on. Luckily, they had thought of this, and they found a way to verify if the cat's got the genes or not, okay? Okay. See, they didn't just insert the Trimsip gene into the cat ovaries. Mm -hmm. They included another gene with it, right? It's commonly referred to as GFP, okay, okay. is what this gene's called. Basically, the point of this gene is it makes an obvious change to the cat's body, like, to where you wouldn't be able to miss it, right? Okay. So if the cat comes out and it has this obvious change to its body, then you're like, okay, well, I know that change got made, so probably my other trimsip gene is in there. And so that means that the cat's probably immune to AIDS, right? Yes. So putting it another way, right? Like, this isn't what it is, but let's say the cat, let's say you include a gene where the cat would be, like, missing an ear, Right. Uh, and you put that right next to the trim sip gene and you inject both of those into the cat ovaries. Right. Okay. If the cat comes out and it's missing an ear, you can say, OK, it got the that gene. 
which means it probably got the trim sip gene. It's safe to say that it's now yes. immune to cat AIDS. Exactly. But you can't, like, make a cat's ear go away. That's also pretty, pretty fucked up. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure they hemmed and hawed a little bit, and they were like, okay. Let's just make it blue. <laughs> the fur blue. It's kind of fucking crazy you say that, because they made the cats glow in the dark. Wait, what? <laughs> no True way. story. <laughs> These oh cats are glowing in the dark to fight cat AIDS. <laughs> Oh, my God. They took a gene. GFP comes from these jellyfish that swim through the ocean, and as they swim, they glow green. Like, and at night, it's very beautiful. You see them in coral reliefs. They're like, let's just take that and (laughs) shove that in there with the cat Let's see what... (laughs) (laughs) My God, I went into the wrong field. I just want to make cats glow in the dark and cure cat AIDS. Yes, yeah. This is like... I just like that the cure for cat AIDS is to make cats glow in the dark. Cats glow in the dark. (laughs) This cat looks pumped. He looks like really happy. Yeah, he does. He's just like, I'm immune to AIDS. (laughs) Immune to AIDS now. And I glow in the dark. <laughs> I, I glow in the dark and I'm immune to AIDS, bitches. <laughs> I'm immune to AIDS, Rick. <laughs> I'm glow in the dark cat, Rick, or uh, whatever. Fuck it does it. kind of feel like a Rick and Morty episode <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> they say truth is stranger than fiction. And yes. Holy shit. Were they right? Dude, what if the human answer to human AIDS is like, you'll be immune, <laughs> but you have to glow in the dark? You're like, fuck yes. I know. So cool. I want to be AIDS proof. That way Suge can't take me out. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. What? This is like, oh God. Do you remember? That? Well, have you watched The Office? Yeah. Yeah. Years and years ago. Okay. So there's like an episode where it's like, um, Dwight went to, like, X-Men school, but it was, like, minor uh, superhero powers. Like, okay. like, Dwight was, like, really good at answering calls. Like, or some, not answering calls, but, like, one guy was, um, oh, man, what was it? It was so funny. It was, like, oh, and I'm totally blanking. Yeah, it's so funny. I'm, re- I'm laughing. No, oh, stop. <laughs> no, it was, like, very mundane, like, like, I'm really good at uh, organizing paperwork or, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. Like, very, like, mundane, stupid stuff. And it was like, oh, man, what would your minor superhero power be? I think I would be really good at being able to tell if everyone in the room was comfortable at the temperature the room was set at. <laughs> <laughs> that is oddly specific and really, really good. Yeah. I just wanted, like really long fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. Have you seen that picture of the woman with the world's longest yes. fingernails? Yes. Uh, I don't know, but that's not nearly as cool as yours. I, <laughs> I feel like mine would be like mm, you know what? This is like this is kind of weird, but being able to de-stress someone by playing their favorite Ariana Grande song in their Ooh. head. What if they hated Ariana Grande? Then it's just silence. Oh. Well then they just get yeah. some calming, you know, beach beach waves or something like that. I'm gonna throw out a crazy one. Mm-hmm. For me it would be side to side. Ooh. I've been there all night. Rihanna. I've been, <laughs> been there all day. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. <laughs> oh yeah. I really like the Nicki Minaj, Charlie XCX one, Bang Bang. I haven't heard that one. 
Oh, okay. I think I have it's actually. Like, I just couldn't sing it. Bang bang do 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 do. Oh yeah, no, I've definitely heard yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, of course. That one definitely. Is. Do 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 do. Yeah. What's the one song that's like? Um, breakfast at Tiffany's and bottles oh, of bubbles. Seven rings. Seven rings. Yeah. Yes. I definitely would. Yeah, I would definitely want to listen to that song as well. She has one song about NASA, which you'd think as the Engineering History Podcast, that'd be like a top one. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty shallow and not very uh, appreciative of all of NASA's victories. Oh, how does it go? It just goes like, I'ma be in space, I'ma be in space, I'ma, I'ma be in space, oh. N-A-S-A. Oh, okay. I think I know that. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's okay. It's fine. Ooh, you know what would be a really good one? Yeah. I would really, for enemies... Okay, for enemies, I would make their ears ring really loudly. Ooh, well, yeah. it already is happening to me. I know, <laughs> I know. That's why I yeah do that. That's are is, are you doing that right now? Yeah. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Were you the one who made me hit my head? <laughs> yeah, even though it was like f- f- like right before we met. Too. Right before we met. Yeah, yes. it's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, and then the I came before. into your life. <laughs> maybe you, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I, that is, maybe that is my superhero power. Or have people that annoy me, like, stub their toe. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Really, really bad. Well, not really bad. That'd be a little no, too No, 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 no. Not like, like, they break their toe or anything like that, but, you know, they just, they get a little ouchy boo-boo. I think that, like, you could actually, like, make that really, like, a really strong play to where it would be like, you know, you have like an opposing like enemy army or something running at you and you just, <laughs> just snap your fingers and they all just <laughs> trip. Yeah. What would your like low key superhero power be for your enemies? For my enemies, <laughs> I would just make them be coming all the time. <laughs> because at a certain point, it's just like impractical. No. TLC thing on this guy who was like constantly <laughs> orgasming and I, there was a shot of him he was just like on his knees and he's like oh no stop like, and then it got really really dark and kind of deep when he was like I was at my mother's funeral <laughs> orgasming right near her body <laughs> like, that is so horrible yeah. so he's He's just really easily brought to orgasm. Yeah, there's, like, something wrong with his physiology. Yikes. Yeah. You'd think you could probably, like, get an operation to deal with that. I think it's, like, there's something in the brain, though. Oh, well, like maybe you got, yeah, like, a neural just, link. Yeah. Well, or he could just castrate himself. But. Yeah, like a man. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> we got way off topic again. We did. This is kind of the end of it. Like, basically, like, they're going to do more cat research. They, the signs are looking good. Like, these cats seem like they might be AIDS-proof. They don't want to call them AIDS-proof yet. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but one of the study co-authors, Eric Poshla, said mm-hmm. he was encouraged. And uh, they would work to do more infection studies and hopefully protect cats from the scourge of cat aids i Um, love that glow in the dark cats yeah who would who would have thought i know that's so crazy you know i was thinking um maybe like excuse me a future episode i would really be interested in talking about this is way off topic as well um the submarine that went to see titanic so i'm i'm a little maybe this is not Maybe we shouldn't talk about this now. Uh, we can go more deep later. But yeah. I'm thinking, like, 
you know, recent engineering history, I'm a little less, like, it's a little hot right now. It's, it's a little, little bit too hot. It's yeah. a little topical, it's you little, know? And we're not into that topical bullshit. We're not, like, you know, like, ambulance chasers here. Yeah. You know, like, we pride ourselves on... Uh, Making it as dark and depressing as possible. Yes. But with a flick, fl- faint flicker of hope that someday we will eradicate cat aids. And that's all, folks. (laughs) That one's also kind of recent history. 2011. We should maybe have a year cut off. No, I think 2011. That's like 12 years ago. Wow, Jesus, it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 12 years is a good amount of time. I think the most recent one I ever talked about was something that happened in 2015, Tales of AI. Mm, oh um, yeah, and then the Bitcoin one. That one was Yes, you're right. As that well. was Oh yeah, that's that's got to be the most recent. So you're it right. looks like you're a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, let's talk about uh, the most recent updates. Okay. Um, let's do it. Okay, cool. Well, that's it for me. That's all the wacky and zany uh, engineering stories I have tonight. Man, that was when you said wacky and zany, <laughs> you sure did mean it. <laughs> I was like, this is, I just thought it'd be fun. Just return to the roots of the pod. Just, roots of the pod. Just talking about some weird ass, weird, weirdness. Some weird engineering bowel shit. Some bowel shit. Okay. Well, that's it for me. Yep. Me too. All right. Bye. Bye. Cheers. 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 Cheers.